Hello, my loves, and welcome back to another episode of Tell It All, where we find hope for our struggles and have a safe place for our vulnerability. I'm your host, Doriani Godoy. Hey, guys. Welcome back to another episode. So for today's episode, we have an amazing woman, someone that has truly been a blessing in my life, has prayed over me, been there for me and my family, not just me. And I am truly, truly so thankful for her. I know her wisdom. I know how God has moved in her life. And I decided I wanted to bring her on because I want you guys to experience her wisdom also. Um, so I am going to ask her a question. And um, why did I just blank on your name? <laughs> Okay, guys, so I always call her Miss Chesney, and I literally told her before the interview, I was like, I don't think I've ever called you by your first name, um, so what is it again? Kelly. Kelly. That's what I thought, but I literally was like, am I wrong? I was trying to look at your Instagram in my brain, but because you have it mixed with your husband, it's like Brett and Kelly, so I literally, all I would see was Brett, and I was like, that's definitely not your name. <laughs> okay, so Kelly Chesney is on here today, and she's going to share all her wisdom with you guys, and as I did for the interview before, I have a question I'm going to ask every single person that comes on, and the question is, what was a really big thing God did in your life that forever changed your relationship with him? So I'm going to have you answer that question, and then um, we'll continue to, like, just have a conversation from there. It doesn't always have to just come back to the question, but okay. I think once you answer it, it'll be um, good, and our questions will flow okay. from there. I'm blown away, first of all, <laughs> that you texted me and asked me this, and because um, you know the Lord put you on my heart, like, a month mm. ago, I think, yeah. and... Um, I'm just blown away. So thank you for asking me. Of and course. I'm excited to be here because I listened to this and it's so encouraging and it's really blessed me and I've learned a lot and it's just a really great pick me up. So mm, thank, thank you. you. Thank you for doing what you're doing. Yeah. Wow. That made me really happy. <laughs> that made my heart so full. Um, okay. So do you want to go and forth and answer the question? All right. So the question was what? Like what's one of the one a big thing that God has okay. done to change your life? Your so I thought about that question and I felt like I had a blank. <laughs> Not because God hasn't done anything, but because I felt like I was trying to pinpoint one area and I was kind of struggling with it, kind of wrestling with it. And then it hit me and I felt like the Lord said, um, I have been doing things for you nonstop, constantly, and I'm going to keep doing it. And I mm -hmm. love how he kept saying um, the song, I'll do it again, or do it again. Yeah. By I think it's Elevation. Yeah, I think it's one of those, like Elevation. And it, do it again, and like the word again. Like God has shown up for me so many times, and I felt like it, it wasn't supposed to be just one thing, mm -hmm. but that just to be able to share that he has stepped in and, changed my life in the course of my life and my children and my husband and my my family and my friends like over and over and over and he just started reminding me of of um like it's it's not one thing it's been a series of events since we like Brett and I got married when I was 20 we had Maddie at 19 mm -hmm. and that was probably the first thing the Lord did because he rescued Brett and me from ourselves and having a baby at 19, not married. We didn't have a clue. Um, we still don't sometimes, but we <laughs> really didn't have a clue. I mean, you guys have, what, five? Six. Six, yeah. One girl, five boys. Yeah. So, so that's a lot. So 
Yes. And, um, but our marriage, like Brett and I would not be married today if it weren't for God. Like mm-hmm. early on, we were not walking with him and we were trying to just do things the world, the world's way. Yeah. And, um, we know that we would be divorced right now if it weren't for the Lord stepping in. So like mm-hmm. that, I want to say first, our marriage, like he's my best friend. And mm-hmm. um, we've been together 22 years now. In March, it'll be our 20, anniver- 20 year anniversary. Wow. And we had so oh, yeah, many. Maddie like turned Maddie, yeah. Maddie's 20. So <laughs> we're right behind that. That's great. But we had so many people in the beginning speak over us that we wouldn't make it. And, oh, wow, um, really? We were too young to get married because we had a baby first. Like, according to the world standards, we were doing everything that would result or should result in us not staying together. Oh, That's wow. what we were told, and that yeah. was spoken over us a lot. And it is only it's by crazy the grace the of the enemy God. was, like, talking. He knew, like, mm-hmm. you guys would create. Because your children are, like, so involved in the church and, like, changing lives, like Maddie and, like, all the boys. And um, it's crazy that the enemy knew exactly what mm-hmm. your life would do and how it would change and impact others. And he was like, no, I got to, like, I got to separate these two before they, like, make kingdom <laughs> kids, you know? Like, that's crazy. So that that's probably my first, like, I'm just so fortunate to have a godly man by my side who who fights who fights mm-hmm. so well for us and um and just I just kept thinking about all the times that we've been in trouble whether it's you know with sickness or finances or um I mean just anything it seems like the times that we try so hard to figure it out on our own we fall on our face every time yeah. but the times that we just truly surrender to God he comes up like with ways that we could not have thought possible. Yeah. Um, just I the blessings that. that we've had over and over in our lives. And um, so I'm going to ask you a question before we jump into like another um, test, like moment with God. Um, so you guys weren't saved like when you had Maddie. So what brought you to the, like to Jesus and like what really propelled you to take that decision and say, you know what, Jesus, like you're the way, the truth and the light. Um, so Brett has worked for somebody since he was 14 years old. Wow. This guy. Can I say his name? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, if you're comfortable, you can Paul. say anything. Okay, yeah. Paul, because we owe everything to Paul. We named one of our kids, like his middle name is Paul. So Paul, who was like a father figure in Brett's life, he would not stop bugging us about church. Like um. he would not shut up about it. He was like, like, bro, y'all have I need to you come. to stop. Yeah. Y'all have to come. You have to come. And finally, Brett, but he was the type of guy who would always invite Brett to come play basketball. Mm. We didn't know what he was doing, but he had like motives. Know, yeah. He had motives. They were good motives, but Brett would always go. So they loved us. They were like parents to us. And um, finally, we're like, just to shut him up, let's go to church. Like one time, let's go. So yeah. I remember it happened to be the weekend they were having baby dedications. Mm. And I was like, what does that mean? Yeah, yeah. And they said, buy her a cute dress and show up. That's oh, all so you they asked know. you to dedicate uh, Maddie? We didn't know that before we got there. Oh, they were just like, oh, I mean, dress that, is super well, cute. Well, that morning, they're like, bring her cute. And that's oh, all they told yeah. us. And you were like, ah, it sounds good. I'll okay. put a bow on her head. So I, remember, I did. <laughs> I bought her a little yellow dress. We marched in there. And Dory, the love that we mm-hmm. felt, like, from these strangers who had never met us before, like, we knew Paul, but that was, like, it. 
And they just wrapped their arms around us. And here we were, not married, with a baby, like everybody else had been just mean about it. Not our family. Like family, obviously. Like strangers and stuff. Strangers. We were so judged everywhere we went. And we walked into this church, and we just felt so loved. And we were like, like we dedicated Maddie. And... I mean, everybody was just rejoicing there, and I didn't even understand why, yeah. but it's because they knew that we were lost and we had found wow. home. Like, we just felt home. Yeah. And so we we kept going and kept going and kept going. Well, at that yeah. point, the pastor there, um, he was a good friend of ours, and he he's the one who started doing premarital counseling with us. And it was just one thing after another, and it was in his house one day that I accepted Christ mm. and I didn't I was I was raised Catholic like yeah, same I knew God I'd been to the Catholic Church I'd been with my friends to the Baptist Church yeah. I I feel like I had done all the right things but I didn't know Jesus yeah you knew the law but you didn't know the relationship mm-hmm. and I remember the night he he told me that I was I was clean that Jesus saw me as pure and clean mm. and I'd never heard that before. And so I just gave my life to Jesus. And then the coolest part was that a week later Brett was driving down the highway and the Lord said, Turn around and go to this guy's house. And Brett was like, Okay. So he got there and he accepted the Lord too. He asked wow. Jesus in his heart that day. So like Brett and I have grown up together. We got saved together, we got baptized together. Like, we, mm. we did all the things together, which was really yeah. cool because we have got to break a lot of generational things. That, yeah, like cursing uh-huh. and stuff. Yeah. And the coolest part, too, is that God used us to get our families back in the church. Like, but not in the mm. church, but walking with Jesus. Like, yeah. my mom started coming to church with us because it wasn't about religion. She saw, oh, this is, like... You know Jesus? Yeah. And She's like, my, what's the joy you have that I want? And then my grandmother, at 86 years old, got baptized. Oh, my god! Walked away from the Catholic Church. Oh, my goodness. The way she even saw her priest once at Walmart. Oh. <laughs> she went up to him and goes, can you stop sending me those cards for money? Because I don't go to your church anymore. And Yikes. I don't just pray to Mary. I pray to Jesus. Oh, we were wow. Like, <laughs> You're like, what are you doing? Priest is about to be like, are you doing? Jesus, strike her down. (laughs) But like, and we've, Brett has baptized like four of our kids. Um, my mom, my grandmother, like it was just, but what brought us in was the love that we felt. Yeah. We saw something different and we wanted it and we've been chasing after it. I think that that is so impactful because every single person that like, not every single person, but like most people who were really, really lost, even my own story, none of it was religion. Like none of it was like the law. None of it was, oh, um, you need to do this, this, and this to be saved. Every single person that has, that I have known and heard testimonies from came to the Lord because of his love, because mm-hmm. of the love that people gave him around, like around them. And so, cause to me, like I didn't go to the church because I like enjoyed, cause I wasn't like, it was a Lutheran church. So it was kind of Catholic. So it wasn't really like, it wasn't super fun, mm-hmm. but I loved the community afterwards. Like I loved yeah. going to like 
Sunday school or whatever. You know, it was mm-hmm. so much fun because I was like, oh, I'm so loved, I'm so yeah. seen, and so wanted, and that's what brought me to the Lord. And it's crazy because when people show you the Lord, like the love, like just love, you're like, mm-hmm. wow, this is love. This is genuine godly love. You yeah. say like, well, if they love me, I can't imagine how much God loves me times three. Mm-hmm. So that's really cool. That's right. That's really cool. All right. So what was next on your list? I'm sorry I interrupted um, you. No, <clears throat> you're good. So I felt just really compelled to share with everybody that that listens to this that I, I have also felt and experienced a lot of heartache over these 22 years and that that a relationship with Christ, I've heard people say, Oh, once you get saved, like there's no more problems. Uh, yeah, uh, that's, that's a big not fat true. lie. Um, and somebody told me once, the bigger the threat you are, the harder the enemy goes after you. Ain't that a fact? Yeah. And so I have struggled with depression. I've struggled mm-hmm. with anxiety. Fear has been something that has tried to take me out way too many times. Mm-hmm. And um, <clears throat> and so if if anybody feels that, like I feel like one of the the things that the Lord has told me is I'm here. Like I, one of the reasons I exist is to be able to help people know that they're not alone. Mm-hmm. And just the words, me too, being able to say me too. You take medicine. Wow. Oh, I need it too. Sometimes, you know, yeah. Yeah. I, um, <clears throat> you struggle. I struggle too. Mm-hmm. Like just saying those two words, me too. The Lord showed me that because in my life, whenever I'm going through something, when I hear somebody say, I'm going through that. It has really helped me feel like there's nothing wrong with me. Yeah. You know, it's a normal thing. And sometimes we forget that it's normal to go through hard stuff. Yeah. But um, I think a lot of times it's masked with like, well, like, you know, the Lord, why are you struggling? Like, shouldn't he yeah. give you everything? And we have that yeah. like that on top of us because the world tells us, well, you're a Christian. Like, right. Um, you say that you have like, you know, God's favor on you. So shouldn't you be happy? And you're like, I am, but life is hard. Yeah. Cause I've been told, um, you don't need medicine for things. You just need more Jesus. You need more faith. You need more. And well, that's, you know, God gave us doctors also. Yeah, yeah he did. He, he blessed gave them. Us doctors. Yeah. And, um, I think you just have to find the balance because, um, with depression, anxiety, I have, I've battled with that so many years and it makes me mad, but they put me on medicine when I miscarried after Maddie simply okay. because they thought I was too young to have two babies. I must be depressed because I was sad I miscarried. So they put me on medicine and it made me so mad that, I mean, here I am 20 years later and I yeah. do still have to take medicine. I have mm. cold turkey several times. Don't recommend that. <laughs> ever. But I feel like the Lord, one night I was listening to a freedom class Mm because I love Gateway's freedom stuff. Mm -hmm. It is my favorite. I just soak it up. And I listened to the guy say, because I've struggled with condemnation in every area. You need medicine. You shouldn't need it. Oh, you should do this. You know, I've just struggled with so much condemnation. Like pulling at you all the time. Like being like your decisions aren't like wise enough. When I heard this man on the, it was freedom from fear. And he said, because I kept thinking, what is wrong with me that I keep struggling with fear? What mm. is wrong with me? And he said, sometimes you got to know it's okay to take stuff to get you to the place where you can deal with the fear. 
Oh, wow. And it really opened my eyes to go, it's okay. And I know I won't need medicine forever. I know Mm. that at any point the Lord wants me off. And that gives me hope. But I also feel like like you don't even know how many people I've been able to say, like, oh, I have to take that too. I I don't, you know, I don't want to. But I wanted to share with you something that, the Lord, I brought this new Bible with me. So, Dory, I have I tried pink. to read the Bible through like seven times. It's hard. <laughs> I get to like Deuteronomy. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. And then I get stuck. So, about a month ago, the Lord was like, I want you to read this book. And I remember what Pastor Robert said when it's it's kind of easier to read the message if you're yeah. wanting to read it through. So, one night I got on Amazon and I ordered myself a brand new message Bible. Okay. I've been reading it for a month. Holy cow, that's a lot. I've been reading it for a month, and I'm in 2 Kings. I'm like, I'm not really a reader, so I know the Lord said read this, and I've been just picking it up and reading it like crazy. Brett's like, what, are you reading again? Yeah. But, so about, little did I know, before the Lord said read the Bible, like start at the beginning, Um, one of my boys got a job. And that job came with some some new friends. Mm-hmm. And these new friends, Brett and I could tell early on that they were not on a good path. And yeah. we were worried early on that they would take our son down a bad path. Mm. But the craziest part is we have seen, you know how sometimes God shows you a little bit like to prepare you? Yeah. But then he goes, but I got this. Yeah. And as a mother, it's really hard when I see, like, destruction coming or I Mm. see hardship. It's really hard for me to not get involved and try to prevent it from happening. Yeah. And I think that's called control. Yeah. But also a little bit of love over there. You are a mom. Makes sense. I, I, I know it's discernment, too. Yeah. But I feel like I, I admit, I think I control a lot, so... The hey, Lord is showing me. I raised me my hand too because con- honestly, control. control is hard to let go of. Well, I little did I know that the Lord had prompted me in the exact time, like to start reading, because I'm in mm-hmm. the Old Testament, and what I am reading, the theme of what I have been reading is the battle is God's. Wow. And. Going into this past weekend was Gateway Student Conference. Yeah. Did he go? He did go. Yeah. He went. I saw the recaps and like, holy cow, I wish I would have gone. Oh my goodness. I wish I, I, wish I, was a I kid. could have gone like, too. Like I wish I was 19. Yeah. <laughs> like, I mean, 18. Like I it wish. Was, well, he was really not wanting to do anything but be with these friends who were not mm. leading him down that good path. But I had already signed him up for conference and he's yeah. like, I'll go, you know. Yeah. Well, little did I know. God was completely moving in his life. And his dad and I, I don't think we've ever prayed harder for him. Wow. We fasted for him. We um, we were fighting so much for him. Yet, I feel like God was telling us both to be silent and not tell him what the outcome. Like, we weren't supposed to just say, get away from these friends, do this. We were just supposed to trust God. Yeah. Because what we wanted was for the relationships to be cut off. Yeah. Well, we're praying, trusting, and the Lord kept reminding me all weekend, 
remember how I used to do things for my people all the time. Like you've been reading this. Yeah. I would tell them to pray. I would tell them to get out instruments and blow ram's horns. And I would tell them to march around cities. And I would tell them to just shout, shout my name, proclaim my goodness. I would mm. just the way that he continued to, to show up in the Old Testament mm. like blows my mind. And he kept telling people over and over, the battle is mine. Like I've mm. already given you victory. Just worship me, praise me. Yeah. I've given you victory. And so Brett and I did that. This weekend, I feel like we just went into this conference with so much faith that God was going to do something, mm. and um, he did, because Dory, he got home, and he said, first thing he said was, Tim Ross gave this message about circumcision and cutting off bad things that aren't good for you, and he literally went to work yesterday and told his friends, I am so sorry, but I, I can't be friends with you anymore. Wow. I literally have chills. And we wanted him so much to do that because we were like, God has, I know God has some good friends for you, but he's always yeah. kind of felt left out mm. and like not seen. And so sad. this group came along and like embraced him, but then yeah. they were like, hey, come. Come do this. Come with us. Yeah. And the whole time we just felt like we were fighting for our son, but yet we had to let God do it mm. and so the last day of conference the Lord put this burden on my heart and then like I wanted to fix things I just wanted to fix it and the yeah. Lord said turn on worship music and dance so I go in my kitchen <laughs> I turn on worship music I just start dancing and then I look over and two of my boys are dancing next to me mm. and they're like what are we doing I'm like we're just having a party we're just worshiping god but like god was moving and my son and he loves us so much more than i could love my son and i feel like what he's told me is i got this like i wonder how many battles are we fighting but we're fighting them from our place of control or manipulation or we want this outcome so i'm gonna do this and i feel like the lord's like the battle is mine. Mm. Like, worship me as if you've already got the victory. Mm. That's like the message he's put in my heart right now. Like, I can do anything. Like, I created everything. And I have the ability to do anything at any moment. And even what we're hearing at church right now, the messages of just learn so what good. pleases God and do mm. it. Because he just wants us to love him and to yeah. worship him. And I feel like I've spent so much of my life, like, taking the bait of the enemy and being like, do this, do this, so mm -hmm. that I can get the outcome I want. And I feel like the Lord's like, just remember what I've done, and I'm going to do it again, and again, and again. Yeah. Wow. Hold on, you guys. <laughs> you got me crying. <laughs> um. I just want you to know, like, I know we talked a little bit about it before, like, the interview, but um, I didn't know that you were going to, like, wreck my world that way. <laughs> Sorry. No, in the best way possible. Um, so I have, like, oh, my gosh. I have been feeling um, really discouraged about my family. And um, 
Um, and so I've been feeling very worried. Like I literally am like, I'm like, am I the only one saved in my family? And um, it, I literally have been so upset about it. I'm like, what do I do? Like, how can I make this better? What can I, how much, like, do I need to be nicer? Do I need to show up? Do I need, in what way can I, like, make this happen? And I've had so much of a burden for my family. And so hearing you just remind me that, like, God has this. Mm -hmm. You know, what he did in my heart and what he did in my life and how he saved me, he can do it again. And he will do it again. And... Like, what an encouragement for me and maybe even someone listening that, you know, control, letting go of the fact that, you know, no one controlled my relationship with Jesus. Mm-hmm. You know, no one was like, you know, I would say burdensome for my soul, if that sounds, that, that might sound terrible, but like, no one was trying to take control. Jesus was like, I got this. Like, I know exactly what I'm doing. I know I'm going to wreck her world with my love and I'm going to like change her testimony forever and ever. And so I think, like, I just want you to know, like, thank you for sharing that. Because for me, it has calmed my heart to know, like, okay, you know what? Like, he loves my family two times more than I do. So I can only imagine. A thousand times more. Yeah, like, what he's going to do, you know? And, like, I'm actually excited. I'm like, yeah, take control. I don't care. Like, you know, do your thing. But, yeah, thank you for that. I really appreciate it. Well, I hate how I feel like the enemy just tries to steal. Like, here you are giving so much encouragement, like, through this, and the enemy wants you to think it's not possible over here in your Mm -hmm. own house, you know? Like, every time you do something, your family members are watching. They hear you. They see you. And I think I'm learning it's less about what we can do and just more about just loving them. Yeah. You know, like you love well, you love hard. <laughs> I've heard your stories. I've, I've listened. <laughs> and God is going to use that. Like he's going to multiply everything. Like mm-hmm. the blessings that are coming your way. Yeah. I, I feel like you that. don't even know, like you Thank can't you. even see what God's doing mm-hmm. in everybody who, but even people who don't listen to this, just people who watch you. And who know you. Thank you for that. I received that. I I feel like something really cool the Lord has shown me through reading the Old Testament is... I love how you have found so much joy in the Old Testament. I know, Because right? that's not very common. <laughs> but I I'm, have, I'm kind of excited. Like, I'm like, wait, I want to do that too. Like, I, I want to find joy in the Old Testament. Like, I think that's why I got stumped every time. Because mm. I was just like, okay, here we go. And the Lord has just keeps showing me. I'm seeing the common thread of his goodness and showing up in every single circumstance. Anyways, I, in the Old Testament, as I'm reading it, Solomon, like, jumped out at me because there is... How are we so connected? Sorry, I don't mean to interrupt you again and, like, take away your thing. I'm reading Proverbs right now. And so, like, I'm like, Solomon is amazing. Look at all his wisdom. (laughs) It's so cool. So, no, you're good. You're good. Take your time. Guys, as she's looking for this, 
look at like do you guys hear how amazing her wisdom is do you see why i wanted to bring her on she's looking for a moment a thing in the bible so i'm going to talk while she looks for it but i just like wow having your oh also you're the first mom i've ever had on the podcast are you serious yeah and you're setting a tone because literally i'm like so like i literally (laughs) thought that the other day i was like she is literally the first mom that i've had on the podcast and i'm so excited because there's so much wisdom in being older like, you know what I mean? Like, there's wisdom in us as kids, but having, getting to hear your side of, like, being a mom and, like, your faith in Jesus, it's so, like, it's inspiring. Because I feel like I, which is bad, I have baby fever, which is not good because what the freak? Like, I don't even have a boyfriend. <laughs> but um, but just, like, getting to see um, you as a mom just makes me more excited because I'm like, holy crap, imagine when I get to dance in the kitchen with my kids and worship God and, like, what an exciting time to, like, be a friggin' be ready to be a parent. Like, I mean, I know I'm young, but <laughs> oh my gosh, that's good. Oh my gosh, guys, I have to tell you a story. So Maddie, which is um her her daughter, is like one of my best friends, and we were talking the other day. And so when she turned twenty, she celebrated. <laughs> yes, she did. <laughs> she told her mom. She said, "Mom, I made it. I made." It. I made it to 20 without getting pregnant. That's what she was celebrating. She was older than me. Congratulations, Maddie. But see, that just shows how good you've done as a mom <laughs> to be <Yes>. able <laughs> to get her past the oh age goodness. of when you were prego. Okay. But, you know, it's okay. Like, we're doing – she's amazing, guys. I, You guys, if you haven't listened to my interview with her, you should go check it out. I don't know what episode it was, but – she has such a hold on her life. Like Jesus is moving and he's doing great things. Like let me look at let me look up. I'm killing time here y'all, but I'm having so much fun doing it because I love just talking. Talking is like my favorite thing to do. I'm trying to look at, you got it? Okay, okay, wait. Let me look for the episode it's where 17. I did the mad. Oh. <laughs> I was like, what episode? Okay, I'm so glad you knew that, and that makes me so happy. You tell that's your daughter. <laughs> All right, guys, episode 17 with Maddie Chesney. Oh, you should go Maddie. listen to it. All right, what you got for me? Okay. <laughs> okay, let's see. All right, so as I was reading First Kings, I love this. I sat all my kids down, the older kids, and we talked about this because God shows up, and he basically says, <laughs> you're like, hold on, what exactly was I reading? Where did he say, oh, okay, so I'm reading First Kings, and I sat my kids down to tell them this, because it just was so awesome to me. So God appeared to Solomon in a dream, and he said, what can I give you? Ask. And so I'm thinking, oh, what's he going to ask for? Yeah, you know? yeah. You're like, what a thrill. So here's his response. Give me a God-listening heart so I can lead your people well, discerning the difference between good and evil, for who on their own is capable of leading your glorious people? And it says, God the master was delighted with Solomon's response. And God said to him, because you have asked for this and haven't grasped after a long life or riches or the doom of your enemies but you've asked for the ability to lead and govern well, I'll give you what you asked for. I'm giving you a wise and mature heart. There's never been one like you before, 
there will be no one after. As a bonus, I'm giving you both the wealth and the glory you didn't ask for. There's not a king anywhere who will come up by your mark. And if you stay on course, keeping your eye on the life map and the God signs as your father David did, I'll also give you a long life. Wow. So he literally was like, God, I just want to hear you and follow you and love well. And the Lord's like, well, now because you didn't ask for wealth and riches and a long life and all of that, I'm going to give you that as a bonus. And so my prayer has just been like, I... I feel like if God were right in front of me right now saying, what do you want? I could ask for so many things, Dory. I could be like, do this and fix this, and I need this here, and I need you to provide here. And the revelation that he's given me is just to say, God, I just want your wisdom. Like, I just need your understanding, and just show me how to love well and lead well, and then just be quiet. Yeah. And just like this with my son, like the Lord was literally, it's almost like I felt like I had a, like something over my mouth, like, (laughs) yeah, he was like, hold on. I got this, but I really need you to be quiet right now. Yeah. And it makes me wonder how many times in the past, instead of just being quiet, worshiping and like really the. The, the theme in my heart right now is just the battle belongs to God. Mm. Just worship him as if I've already got the answer. Yeah, that's, wow. You're wrecking my <laughs> world. <clears throat> um, but I think that, that that's such a beautiful way to look at it. And I want you to know about your past. Like, God redeems that. Like, what a, like, he does not, he is not worried about the moments that you weren't silent. He was, he knew what you were going to do. He literally knew. So he's like, whatever, like use this for my glory. She'll learn it at some point. That's what, I feel like that's what God says about all of us. He's like, you'll learn it at some point. Like, well, I'm going to give you the instruments. Just give me a second. But like, what a, I think, oh my gosh, it's crazy how God is so intentional. Wisdom has been one of the words that's been on me a lot lately of just like thinking, learning, asking God for wisdom. I mean, Proverbs is all about wisdom. Um, And I feel like God is saying like wisdom, that's what we all need. Have you read Proverbs in the message? Like, I don't know what version you've read right now. No, but I I, want to get that. I want to get that Bible. And I love that. Like, even online, you can see stuff in all different versions. So, I mean, I'm not against any other version. I'm yeah, just, yeah. this one yeah. has made such a difference because it puts it in a way that it just, I feel like I can understand it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I definitely, I was like thinking about that as soon as I, um, I was like, let's get off this and I'm going to ask her for the link <laughs> to buy it because, um, but I do have a question for you, but I'll probably have it to wrap up the thing. So, if you have anything else you want to share that God has put on your heart, I would love for you to do that. If you have anything in your notes. And if not, then I'll just ask you the question that I have. All right. So just yesterday, after you asked me my initial question of what is one thing God did, I just got out a piece of paper. And I just want to read to you what I wrote down. Because I feel like it's important to remember what God did so that we can, like, we're never supposed to forget what God has done. Because he's going to keep doing more stuff like this. And I wrote down... He restored our marriage. He's given a supernatural provision. He's provided when we needed jobs. He's given us the ability to help other people. He has protected Luke from a very bad accident. He has told us to sell our house and rent. We still don't know where we're going next. Um, He has healed my sister and rescued her from death. 
He has moved us out of harm's way so many times. He's opened doors no man can open. He's closed doors no man can close. And he's constantly fed us, clothed us, and given us shelter. We have seen mountains move. We have seen chains fall off. We have seen spirits of anger and depression, anxiety, broken. I've witnessed him healing Maddie of asthma. We've seen him completely heal our kids of dyslexia, ADHD. Just the list goes on and on. And I feel like he just wanted to remind me yesterday, remember the things I've done. And remember, I just have so much more. Mm. And so why do I think one little problem God can't handle? Wow. It's perspective. Yeah, I mean, it's all about gratitude. I mean, that's our posture has to be gratitude um, because the Lord has done and he will do so much in our lives as long as we continue to trust him as our our heavenly father. So my question to you is, what would be your biggest advice for like a mom or like a young mom starting up? One that's afraid, maybe even like a little bit like, I don't know how to trust God with this. Mm -hmm. You know, like what would be your like, your, your best advice for, for a young mom or even, or like if you want to give an advice for a young mom and then say, and then one advice as a mom that you wish someone would have given you. Sorry, I just threw that one at you. I just felt like as you were talking, I was like, the Lord really prompted that, that, um, that question in my brain. Well, I have, I've been surrounded from early on with some really great moms around me who have given me a lot of good advice. Um, I feel like, I feel like the best advice I can give a young mom is, okay, I'm like processing. No, you're good. So one thing that I was, wait, no, I don't want to cut that out because I like the act that you're processing, but um, one thing that I heard when you were speaking was community. Yeah. Like, I feel like the, the parts that I struggled the most was when I was alone and I isolated myself feeling like, well, I've got this task now of like raising this little person. Yeah. (laughs) I have a lot going on. I can't get involved here. And I feel like the time that I, like you said, community come together, um, find, find other friends, find other like people who are in the season of life you're in and do life together because that has given us and me so much life is doing life together. We're not supposed to do it alone. And um, and pick up this book. Like, I don't know why. I got saved when I was 21, and I turned 40 in three weeks. I'm so excited. I don't know if you're supposed to be excited when you turn 40, but I'm know. really excited. Are you excited. celebrating? Yeah. Okay, I'm coming. Okay, so we're celebrating, but I, I feel like just in the last year, I've kind of practiced what I've preached because I've been like, the Bible has all the answers. Like, why don't yeah. we just go to it? Mm. And now, well, I found a version that I can understand for one, but, <laughs> but I literally, I would tell a young mom, pick up your Bible. And even if you don't understand anything in it, when you read it, God is going to breathe life in you. Yeah. Grab one thing, grab one nugget. And I mean, Psalm 119, when it talks about how you're beautifully and wonderfully made, Mm -hmm. like 
pick up one. If that's the one nugget you get, yeah. meditate on it. And every time you change that baby's diaper, every time, just tell yourself, like start telling yourself the truth about who God says you are. Mm. Because there's so many people telling us what we're not. Mm. Yeah. And we just have to realize that God's word is true and it's alive and it will literally rock our world if we just slow down and like tune out the voices of everything else. And that is hard. Yeah. I mean, we got six children. I know how hard it is. Yeah. So I feel like I've made myself like a timeout chair. When they see me reading, You're don't like, interrupt don't. mom. But I just wish I would have like earlier on, like, so get community pick up God's word and just start reading it yeah. and just believe what he says about you is true. Just yeah. believe it. Like posture your heart to receive what he has to say. I think that's a good advice for literally every mom, like not just a new mom, but a mom in general, or even like me, like not a non mom, um, because it's true. Um, and I've come, I lately I've been really falling in love with like what God is saying. Um, and it's true. Like I've come to realize I'm like, this is like the word of God. Like this is him literally talking to us. The moments that we're like, God, I don't feel like you're talking. He's like, would you just pick up my word? Because I've been talking to you for like hundred and plus pages. Like I'm not silent here. Like I got a lot to say, you know? And so I just feel like the word of God is just like so powerful. And I think as young people also, like we need to like be fired up for Jesus. Like we need to run into his word because he like it's our instruction. Like it literally tells us how to live our, our day-to-day lives. It's what morally holds us up. It's what morally like gives us, I mean, it gives you fruit. Like every time I read my Bible in the morning, my day is better oh, totally. because of it. But yeah. what do you want to share? Um, so I'm in Job right now. <laughs> I was a little, I was a little oh, nervous. Job. <laughs> But even that, like I'm seeing differently. Mm. I'm seeing differently because I ask God to show me differently. Yeah. And I love this story because <clears throat> it says in Job 12, 13, true wisdom and real power belong to God. From him we learn how to live and also what to live for. Wow. I was like, I think I've been asking the wrong questions. I've been, like, searching for the wrong thing. Like, for mm. Brett and I, we've really tried to slow down lately and go, where's, like, what's our family vision? Like, where do we want to go? Because so, for so long, I feel like I've just been kind of wandering around, hoping everything turns out. Yeah. And to read that, go, true wisdom and power belong to God. From him, we learn how to live and also what to live for. So I would challenge anybody who's listening, like, what do you want to live for? Mm. Wow. Like, I want to be the type of person that dances in my kitchen. Like, honestly, I don't know why yeah. I don't do that more often. Yeah. And not wear the worries, because it doesn't mean we don't have struggles. And one of my favorite things, Story, is the prophetic. Like, I love it. I mm. wanted that gift from the time I was, like, 20. And I asked God, and I kept asking him, and he gave it to me. And mm. that, to me, excites me. Yeah. Like, I love the prophetic. I love when he just drops something in my spirit or is like, go tell her this. Or, yeah. like, I, but I think that comes with just, you got to keep seeking, got to keep asking. And, like, anybody yeah. can have that. You yeah. just have to ask for it. And yeah. the Holy Spirit has to give it to you. That is so cool because I've always thought that, like, for you, like, I didn't know that you had prayed for it because half the time I'm like, oh, they just have it. Like, I know friends who have it. Um, but, 
I like every time that you speak over me, I was like, yeah, the God, like Lord spoke because you are so good at being like, I really felt like God was saying this to me. And I was going to ask you that, like, um, but now I have my answer. Like, I don't even need to ask, but I was going to be like, how do you like hear the Lord so much? Cause I've always hear you say like, I really felt like the Lord was saying this to me. I really felt like the Lord was saying this to me. And I think a lot of people struggle with that exact thing. Like people are like, yeah. what? I've had people literally ask me like, I was like, oh yeah, I was literally doing this. And like, I just felt like God was talking to me and they were like, God is talking to you. God doesn't talk yeah. to me, you know? And so I think it's like, I don't think enough people ask God, like, can I hear you? Well, and First Corinthians 14, it says, you should seek after love. You should truly want to have the spiritual gifts, especially the gift of prophecy. Wow. And um, those who prophesy are speaking to people to give them strength, encouragement, and comfort. Like I love, someone mm-hmm. said once, because I, I love the prophetic. Like I've got to serve on the prophetic team. I've just... I've got to give so much encouragement over the years and so, in some in our training, they, they're like, okay, people are going to think sometimes you're weird. Like you're crazy, but here's the deal. The Holy spirit isn't weird. People are weird sometimes, Mm -hmm. but I know a lot of people have been like prophecy's weird. Like, no, the Holy spirit's not weird. Yeah. We're weird. Yeah. And we can get in our own way, but it is, it's so fun. Like I love being able to just be like, give me something for this person. And I'll Mm -hmm. be honest. When I start to get really attacked and I feel like fear's kind of coming in and I'm almost like debilitated, like I can't really get up and function today because I just feel kind of wiped and taken out. Every single time I pull myself up and I go and I pray and I'm just quiet, it's those moments that God just downloads. And I'm like, the enemy's trying to prevent God from doing something. Yeah. And like, don't stop like that's my encouragement too is don't stop usually if there's something right like hard right in front of you it's because there's breakthrough like right Mm -hmm. in front of you and if every time I would have stopped I mean I don't even know where I'd be like truthfully about a month ago I was kind of struggling before I started reading the bible and I remember the Lord put you on my heart Mm -hmm. and I reached out to you and now here I am doing this and I was just praising God because I feel like like we don't even know what God the setups that he has yeah and so we just got to keep going and know that he has so much good yeah and also like I feel like every time you reached out to me like I was going through something like I was like having a bad day like because you reached out to me multiple times and it always makes me so happy and like I'm like oh she's thinking about me (laughs) like it just makes me so happy but um yeah, I just, it's so crazy. Yeah, go for it. Um, you, you said something about people feeling like they don't hear God. And my encouragement to that is start believing that you do. And mm-hmm. it all happens in different ways for different people. Yeah. And sometimes people who reach out to other people and are like, hey, you're on my heart or you're awesome, they don't realize it. But the enemy wouldn't tell you to reach out and encourage people. No, never. God is the one prompting you when you do something nice for someone. When you have, like, I think so many people are listening to God and they don't know that it's him, Mm. but start believing it's him and just start talking to him. Yeah. Like someone asked me that actually last week. How do I talk to God? I'm like, you just start talking to him like he's your best friend, like sitting right in front of you. Mm. And a long time ago, a wise mom 
when I was like, how do you talk to Jesus? Like, this sounds kind of crazy because he's like kind of invisible. I don't see him. <laughs> yeah. And she said that she did this thing where she, at the same time every day, she went to her little table and she got out two Cokes. She sat down, started drinking hers, and Jesus was having his across from the table. And she just sat there like she was drinking a can of soda with her best friend. And she did that every single day. And I'm like, I think we complicate it so much. Mm. Like, it really is like, like he's in the room with us now. When you yeah. get in your car, he's going to be with you. Like, just knowing that after you ask him in your heart, he's never not there. Yeah. And even when you don't think you hear him, just because you don't get the answer the way you think you should, doesn't mean he's not speaking to you. Wow. Well. Oh my gosh, you have lit okay, this interview has wrecked my world like nobody else. I mean, I feel like I, I just have learned so much. I like I am just so thankful that you said yes to come on. Um, I know you were nervous, but like so nervous for what? Because you did such a good job and you sh like the Lord spoke so evidently through you. Like to you, to me, like everything you said basically till this point, God was like, okay. Suck it in. Like, put it in your heart because I know that you need it. And so I know that whoever is listening, like, it's going to be impacted. And what it like, what a gift to have such wisdom. And, like, I'm so thankful for you and for your wisdom and for your family and for your kids and for the blessing that you guys have been to m my family and I. I just want to thank you. Are you going to oh, say something? You're very loved, <laughs> Dory. I'm very thankful for just for you and your life. And you came into Maddie's life at the perfect time. And mm. um, just glad that you kind of became another daughter to mm. me. And I'm just very grateful for you. I believe that God has a huge platform for you. Like this is only the surface. And I think it's because you have, like you're willing to go, okay, I'll do it. Like you're fearless. I just want to mm. speak that over you. You're fearless. There's nothing you can't do because God is on your side. Wow. I receive that so abundantly. Um, yeah. Thank you so much for coming on. And I really, really appreciate it. All right, guys. I hope you guys are impacted as much as I was. It was such a beautiful conversation. Um, don't forget to subscribe to download the episode and leave a review. Thank you guys so much for listening. And I'll talk to you guys on the next episode of Tell It All.